Take the money and run. Coming here with a brand new Stir the Pod podcast show. I'm your host, Trevor. And the past few weeks, hand up, Stir the Pod has been slacking. We have had one person gone week after week after week. And it is very time for Stir the Pod to get back on the rails, have a wonderful time. Uh, We want to give you the best possible show. This podcast could be off the rails. So let's just meet who we got tonight. First, coming from Indianapolis himself, Alex Burge. Alex, how you doing tonight? Yo, yo, yo. Coming from Center City, Indianapolis, downtown, Andy. Andy, how you doing tonight? Can't hear you a lot. Didn't hear audio there, but... What I up, what up? A, what up, what up? And back from the Redemption, Redemption, Redemption house... First time you can cash those overs of 0.5. Adam Mitos. Adam Mitos in the chat tonight. How are we doing? Wow. Adam? Going on, boys. Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Look at this squad. The, the, the four horsemen, as some people would say, back at it one night only. I don't know how we're doing this, but we told you after slacking, we Andy, I think Andy's LVP was stp last week and we had to get back on the tracks had to get on board and the only way was to bring one of the founding fathers adam Mitos, back from the dead to the pot look the best as they say the best availability is accountability and so andy giving us the lvp last week we just got to hold ourselves accountable and here we are here we are episode 13 recap show Wait, we, Trev, we're, we're not actually doing this, are we? No, I, I think this might be just a Photoshop photo of, I mean, before we even dive into our thoughts, Alex, how are you doing? I mean, last time we saw you, I felt like it was very Nani-esque. You were in the hospital. <laughs> I thought you were dead. Yeah, I, I went through a, a very, uh, I would say Tony Bloodlines-esque. <laughs> Remember when he was, he was falling to the ground at, at the elimination? I think he was still like drinking heavily during it, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm feeling better. I, you know, I, I sent in my pick from, I was literally watched the back nine of last week's episode from a hospital bed. First time in challenge history that I think that's been done, but yeah, I'm back. I'm, I'm feeling good now. I think tonight was maybe the best episode of the year. Wow. Has to I don't be. know, Jim. I don't know, Jim. Wow. <laughs> So, Adam, what, what are your thoughts on tonight's episode? I, th- I think I might agree with Alex. Um, I really liked it. I thought the daily was unique, and there were a lot of smirky moments from it. I, st- well, I mean, we will get into it. But Devin helping the other team, not only was that incredible that he was able to do it, but also totally idiotic from my vantage point. But I thought there were a lot of ups and ups and downs in the episode, and I was very pleased with it, Trev. 
Andy, your thoughts on tonight's episodes. I mean, I don't really agree with these two heavies. I'm going to go ahead and say this was the best non-finale episode in the past three seasons. Okay. And granted, I don't know all those episodes off the top of my head, but I'm just going to run with it because I love tonight's episode. I mean, it was awesome. It was – this was the first time in years where I did the classic my move, look at your phone to see what time it is. More often than not, you're doing that to think like, all right, let's get this thing moving. Let's get on with this. How much longer do we have? I was looking at it like, I hope this isn't over. And we were like 30 minutes in. I was like, this is amazing. It was almost like when you wake up before your alarm and you're like, oh, yes, I get to go back to sleep again. It was like, oh, I still have another hour of this episode left. I was on cloud nine. I loved it. Wow. So we can all agree it was the best of the year. What about best of the season? (laughs) (laughs) We'll get into that. God. I I like tonight's episode. It was a fun episode. Uh, We'll get into the carnival games. Gave me very Mario Party vibes. Um, I mean, kind of hinting at what Adam said earlier. I mean, Devin's gameplay there with the slingshot might have been one of the greatest performances of a daily challenge that somebody wasn't part of of all time, some might say. (laughs) So let's just dive in and... The first thing we had was the streak. And I think the streak here is a little... I think last week, Andy, we gave it a 0.5. Correct. This could be another scenario where we give it a 0.5. I don't know if we can officially mark it down as one when... Correct me if I'm wrong, Alex. Fezzi was the first shot. Absolutely. But he was. we did not see him the first person to walk through the house. But he was the first one shown. Correct. So are we chalking that up? Well, the thing is, I think if you want to say it's a 0.5, I'm okay with that. But you round up the 0.5 to a 1. Oh, come on. <laughs> so I, I think this I think the streak continues. Chalk her up then. Chalk her up. And I think with that hit there, Alex, that has officially hit our over mark on the season. Congratulations. Chalk it up. Chalk it up. Chalk it up. So right after the streak, we kind of go into some of the conflict in the house. Uh, the, the two big things is Fezzi versus Mariah now and Jordan versus Tori. Fezzi versus Mariah, obviously last episode, Mariah just I, – I don't know what her move was, just not saying, um, you know, saving Fezzi. Like, I mean, it's your ride or die. And it almost is like another thing how we bring up how close are these on – how close are these folks? Uh and I kind of want to leave the floor open because we obviously got Andy's opinion last week. But what do you think about that move, Alex and Adam, of Fezzi basically just getting left on his own island and Mariah saying, fuck you, I'm not voting for you, or I'm just going to let you die, basically? I mean, I, I can... Throwing the elimination. I can kind of see both sides. I can certainly see, though, the side of Mariah making a dumb move. I think... At this point, though, Fezzi is just looking for any reason to go for Mariah. He fucking hates her. We saw that last week. We saw that all throughout tonight's episode. Like, he, like, genuinely dislikes her. And he's kind of been, from the second that they said we're going into teams, even before the teams were drafted, Fezzi, I feel like more than anybody on the whole cast was like, 
I, I don't care who my ride or die is. I don't care how they're going. Um, kind of watching out for himself. So it's kind of good to see a little bit of, of payback in that sense. But Mariah definitely made the wrong move to not, you know, save Fezzi or at least send it to a tiebreaker or whatever. But I feel like most partners in that situation would kind of be more sympathetic with Mariah and like kind of explain to her, like, here's why you should have done this. You know, it's fine. We're fine. We're still both in the game. Whereas Fezzi was like, I fucking hate this girl and she didn't save me, even though I might have gone in anyway. So I'm just going to throw her, you know, I'm just going to throw her under the bus every chance I get. (laughs) Adam, anything? I mean, no, nothing specifically on that. I did want to just pause here because we're eight minutes in. So I think Andy said he had to bounce as to always, always bailing early and whatnot. Unlike me, literally been on every episode this year. Um, but Trev, to answer your question, I kind of got vibes of the way that she was explaining why she did it. It almost made me feel like we didn't see the full picture. Like she wanted to say Fezzi's name, or sorry, she wanted to say um, the other name to tie it up, but she might've gotten pushback that like you guys would have to vote in your own team or something. Cause she was like, not making sense. She, she was like confident that if she tied up the vote, then their team would have had to send somebody in. And I don't know how she would have been that confident with it. So that's kind of what I was thinking. I agree, Adam. I, I just think she is just clueless and dumb and she has no idea. Um, and kind of what Alex said earlier too, I just think it's stupid. Jesse so Adams what, writes, I, I want to address this question yeah. here uh, before we go jump into the Jordan and Tori drama, but Jesse Adams writes in the chat, okay, I've been gone, but I need to know, is Andy a fan of Mariah or does she need to be a blonde? I, uh, I don't discriminate. <laughs> I actually texted in this group chat as the episode was going on, people sleep on Mariah. She's bad. Now, don't sleep on Olivia either. But all I'm going to say is whoever's in charge of casting the rookie girls for this season needs to be promoted immediately because they need to keep doing what they're doing. So you're fine with them coming from what, – what, uh, what are those girls coming from? I guess Mariah is just a bloodline. Bloodline? I, what? Isn't she related to Fezzi? No. They're just, oh, I thought she was like a cousin of Fezzi. No. Oh, he's, classic. I think she's his side team. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was some DM sliding that happened with them uh, way or back. Way or back. Where, all right, where are we? <laughs> we're, we're hopping on Jordan and Tori. Jordan and Tor- Tori. Uh, obviously, last week, Jordan switched his vote, um, basically said Tori, you know, threatened him, which she kind of did. And we kind of brought up in the pod last week, Tori, like, what was the point of even talking to Jordan? Like, just stay out of it. Like, to, to, to me and Andy, we thought it was a dumb move. I don't know if you guys want to talk about this or we can just move on, but it was kind of the uh, aftermath of that. Um, do you guys want to talk about it or should we just go right into the challenge itself? My biggest thing with the Jordan and Tori and the Fezzi and Mariah, for that matter, was I was surprised that these – I guess I'm not surprised. I couldn't the, – all the fact that all these idiots are fighting in front of each other. 
is like the biggest thing to me. Like, especially Jordan and Tori, you guys, they were fucking engaged. If you're going to have an argument, why don't you go into a side room and do it instead of fighting in front of, you know, Anissa as she's scarfing down her meatballs and like Casey and Horacio are kind of walking around. Like, if you want to have an argument, like, go talk about it. Like, it's just like very, it's almost embarrassing that these like grown adults are just like getting in screaming matches in front of several other grown adults. But, but Alex, to counter that, but isn't that the shit we love to see though? It is, it is, but I think both can be right. Trev, I think you're right. That's what we love to see. But I think Alex is bringing up a good point. Like who in their right minds would be having these like heated discussions, fights, arguments, whatever in front of other people. Now, granted, like you're being recorded to be put on a TV show to be watched by millions of people. But when you're actually in a room and there's like eight other people just watching you have this conversation, what? What are you thinking? It makes no sense. I completely agree with both of you. That the, the scene kind of gave me vibes with all the people just like sitting there watching the fight. Kind of gave me vibes of, um, I guess it would have been uh, Rivals Three when uh, Cousin Jamie was tapping out Ashley and all like all those clowns like Bananas Vince. They were all just like peeking through the window like watching <laughs> it. Like there's just no privacy in a challenge house. I, I thought you were going to go a different direction, Javi, in terms Whoa. of who it reminded you of. It kind of gave me the office dinner party vibes of <laughs> you've got Michael and Jan just going at each other's throats, and everyone else is just like, what do they know we're here? What do we do? Like, I mean, it was just chaotic. But again, Trev, to your point, I loved watching it. I know. It's like one of those things where you, you kind of just sit back and you're like, are and kind of like Alex's point, like, are they that stupid? <laughs> like, it's just like, it's just amazing to watch, honestly. Are they that stupid? Did you see the end of the episode when she spelled it like, like Devonshire was her, her answer to the final <laughs> trivia question? God. Nice spin. God. So moving on to the challenge itself. Uh, basically, four carnival games we got uh we got a target one we got a puzzle one we got a, mem a memory one and then a bungee one so let's just kind of go in order the first one was the target one uh and you had jordan versus fezzy um basically for this challenge uh you have a slingshot and you basically just have to it's like a golf ball use the slingshot and hit um what one of those giant puzzle boards or whatever uh and if you miss you have to drink some I don't, I don't even know what it was or whatever and basically as soon as you get three of those um what your time stops and out of the four challenges it's a timed event so what did we think about this first one i really enjoyed this first one um i want to hear adam's take on you know lieutenant colonel devin walker uh giving out signs to uh jordan because i thought that was one of the most unbelievable daily challenge performances of all time I totally agree. I was floored by that action itself. And I honestly don't understand how it worked. So if someone could explain it to Adam, I'm not a big physics guy, but how was Devin from 20 feet away on the side able to direct them well enough to get them to hit those slingshots? I found it quite impressive. And then when he went to help out Fezzi or Fezzle, I feel like that was just a terrible move and something that a smart guy like Devin 
normally wouldn't do unless it was intentional for his game. And I, that thought crossed my mind, but I don't know. I feel like they truly felt bad for Fezzel having to drink that shit. I was going to say, you brought up a great point there, Adam. That is a great move for Devin's gameplay forward. If he's ever in an elimination or whatever, or like goes into the deliberation room and, you know, he sat down, he's like, look, I helped you guys out. Like literally I gave you the answer to this. We could have, we could still be here today. Very Anissa stuck on the pole esque today. Like it could be a huge move for him. Now I think about it, it, it was, it wasn't a guy's elimination. That that's a brilliant move by him. Well, and Trev, you just brought up the main point, and I think this is why he did it, was because Tori was the one asking Devin to help him out because it was a girl's elimination, because Tori is Devin's ride or die. So he knew he was safe regardless. So, like, even though it's his own team, like, in a sense of Nani, Moria, and Amber B, like, who does he genuinely care about the most in that game? Those three or Tori? Like, it's mm-hmm. it's got to be Tori. Yeah. So I think he felt like he was doing her a favor of being like, I'll help you win so your or your team's I'll help your team win so you're safe. But then you brought up a good point too of I knowing him, he's definitely gonna use that to help himself out later in the season. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I I I'm surprised that if that was Devin's motive for helping Fezzi, I'm surprised that like they didn't include a confessional of him like kind of alluding to that and they kind of did but not really like I feel like there would have been one where Devin you know gave a little wink wink and was like you know I'm throwing the challenge basically and the fact that he didn't leads me to think that maybe it wasn't really the plan all along I also wonder too like how much of Devin helping Fezzi was just like the human element of having a dozen people there who have all been standing there for fucking an hour and just like want to get the challenge done with that was out. And that was the first of four. Like we saw how long this challenge took overall. And so I just wonder how much of it too is like all of them being like, dude, can you fucking help this guy? Like we've been standing here for over an hour. You guys are up by 30 minutes. If we make it up, who cares? Like we just got to get this thing over with. And then that kind of, you know, seeped into Devin's head of like wanting to help. I don't know, but it was just, I'm still kind of confused by it, the, his decision to help them. Yeah. Two things I want to bring up with this, and then we can move on to the next one. One, Alex, were you tr- trying to hope for like a confessional very similar to Bananas a few seasons ago where he was kind of like, oh, I didn't need, I just slipped and fell when they were climbing up the mountain. I think it was War of the Worlds 2 or 1. 2, uh, yeah. And I think he hit Ashley and dr- threw her down or something were you kind of like hoping for that yes because and then and the what yeah they they get they cut to bananas doing that and then i think in that challenge they actually cut to leroy and he unironically said like bananas is a great actor meanwhile (laughs) like during the challenge all 20 people that are there like this dude's clearly faking it clearly throwing it and leroy is just too dumb to realize that he's throwing it absolutely and the last thing i want to bring up um what do you what do you guys think Devin's percentage was because they acted like he was like three of three as soon as he you know started talking he was perfect do we think he was like three of ten three of seven like I think he was a hundred percent I think he's just I think he's like he described it he's a spotter he gave me very 
uh, Bobby Lee Swagger and Michael Pena <laughs> vibes from Shooter. I think he was just pinpoint accurate. Really? Trev, I, I'm with you. I thought about that too, especially <laughs> when they cut to Fuzzy and he just nails it. It's like, all right, this is throwing everything off. There's just simply – there is literally no way that he went 100%. That's or true. And like, if you think about it, like his advice was literally just like move your foot back a little bit. Like that's totally <laughs> random. And I think that the first one was probably just a coincidence. Yeah. And all the other people were like, oh, my God, Devin, fucking genius. Like literally just gave one piece of advice. God. So Jordan beats uh, Fezzi. Um, probably has what, like a 35 minute, uh, head start lead, um, going into the second challenge, which was a puzzle. And this was Anissa and Olivia versus Devin and Nani, basically just running down, picking up puzzle pieces and putting them in place. Uh, nothing too crazy about this one. Uh, I think the time Devin and Nani were like probably five, 10 minutes behind. It was pretty close, but, um, anything else you guys want to talk about? Who's the new puzzle queen slash king? I think that's the only question we need to answer in this segment. I I think Olivia and Nisa, right? We both have to claim them. And, I mean, we might even have to bring in Horacio and Amber. So does does Devin lose a puzzle king status? Or I I feel like for this, it's just an additive one. Like everybody that ever I think all four of them get this for this challenge. They technically all did it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like, can you ever lose the puzzle status? queen king status if i'm being honest if if sarah the quote-unquote puzzle queen can lose the puzzle to jasmine and john a and still retain her puzzle queen status i don't think i don't think it can ever be lost i 100 percent agree alex so that one nothing too crazy uh the next one was a memory very similar you're kind of running one person's running to a board um just explaining the one piece, you know, I think it was 16 puzzle pieces or whatever. And the other person is just, you know, putting the puzzle pieces on the board. Nothing too crazy here. Looked like Jordan and or, um, Jordan bananas and Tori were a little behind uh, Horacio and Amber. Uh, the one thing I want to bring up is I kind of like this Horacio and Amber team. Like, I don't know how this game's going to be played out if it is going to end up ride or dies in the end, but I, I if this team was in a final together, I like that team. For sure. Oh, come on. It's, they, they, For sure. They got good endurance, well-rounded. Amber's won a final. People forget that. No, she hasn't. <laughs> Sounds very Mickey Mouse-esque. God. Uh, so then I guess the last thing was the bungee, uh, and the bungee was basically, you know, you're sprinting to a pole, one person grabs it and the other person has to get it. And it's, you know, it doesn't seem that complicated by any means, but you know, that tension of the rope, uh, was probably not fun for Mariah. Um, and she couldn't do it. So that was Chauncey and Casey getting to the pole first. They were hanging on for dear life. Uh, they let go, and then Jordan and Mariah had about, what, 30 minutes to complete it, and they couldn't get it done. So uh, then you had, what, the team vets or whatever we want to call them. Were they, are they the pink team or yellow team? Yellow, right? It doesn't matter. No, pink is vets. Pink is vets. They won. Pink. No, I thought they were sapphire. <laughs> I thought they were I thought they were green. I think we switched colors like five times this season, just saying. But – 
with that being said, the Vets team, whatever you want to call them, yellow, purple, green, purple, blue, whatever, pick up the dub and back to the rookie team or whatever you want to call them, the Island of Misfit Toys get thrown in to the elimination. So what, what, do we, what do we think about all four of these games? Do we like this kind of mini, you know, very Mario Party minigame-esque games? Do we like that or no? I like the idea of it. I did not like how they executed it one by one with kind of like the rest of the people who aren't involved just watching from the sidelines. But I kind of thought it was going to be, which I was excited for, was I thought it was going to be like a, there's four mini games, let's call them, that all start at the same time. And everybody's split up, so only one or two people from a team are doing it. And then once you finish your thing, you get like one in this season, a big puzzle piece that you carry towards the middle and you have to wait till your three teammates at the other stations like finish their mini games and come in and then you like build it together. I thought it was going to be something like that instead of the one by one, like, oh, you two are going to do this. We're going to stand here for an hour and watch you and then walk to the other station. Like I thought each of the games was pretty good, but just the overall construction of the overall daily didn't really, I didn't really like. It was just too slow. It felt too broken up. I think they could have done it a little better. My, my thing is, why didn't we just make it all continuous? Why, why do we have to take the breaks in between? Why, why couldn't we get at the start of it, be like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, or whatever. Yeah. And then it's like, as soon as you're done with like the slingshot thing, that team moves on to the next thing. You know what I'm saying? So there's I, no like, I, dead period of time. Well, I, I like that, Trevor. And what would have been a nice little wrinkle, there's no way they would have done this, but if they would have voted for it, split them all out at the same time, and had them go on their own and then just go back to the center because then realistically what you could do is take the old BME stopwatch out of the equation and just say the first team that has all their players back in the middle of like the little plus sign they were running, first team that gets everyone back wins. The, the only reason you can't do that is the Island of Misfit Toys had Jordan go twice. Mm, true, true, true. So that's why I figured if you if you if it, if you just kept it the same order and it was like as soon as you finish the bungee you just slide on because then you can switch up the people still it's not you know whatever. Um, that's the one, other thing. One question that I do have for you guys, very random about the daily, is do you think that they gave the challengers lunch? And the reason I ask this is because it. You clearly saw they got there. I'm guessing it, they, you know, they got on the bus at six o'clock. They didn't get the T-Mobile sidekick clue, but I'm guessing they got there very early, and they left when it was dark outside. It was a long ass day. While you know, people did like, I mean, think about Anissa. She carried a puzzle piece for like two minutes. That's all she did the whole day. Like, do you think they, you know, stopped for like a 30 minute long lunch in between, and like gave you know some of the producers, cameramen lunch, or do you think they kind of thought in their mind oh we'll be done by, with this by noon we'll be out of here by one and then you know we'll get lunch back at the house and they just like grossly underestimated how long this shit would take maybe but i can also see them doing like a giant ass picnic in that field <laughs> well, i was thinking i was thinking burger king catering oh you rule uh ryan mccord writes 
Ryan McCord writes, what type of granola bars? Chewy or Natural Valley? Nature Valley. Natural Valley. <laughs> Nature Valley. Okay, uh, Ryan. God, <laughs> uh, I'd go Chewy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chocolate chip. Don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why that was so funny. <laughs> you get Adam? Yeah. All right, <laughs> moving on. Uh, we go back to the house. Um, it's a girl's elimination. We got Nani, Amber, Mariah up for elimination. Uh, interrogation happens. N- no really surprise. Everybody kind of pleading their own case. Um, I mean, if, if I'm on this team, I mean, you. I don't understand why they voted Mariah is the thing. Not to get ahead. I think that was a dumb vote. Explain. I think it was mostly for personal reasons, though. Yeah, like but everyone there is friend, either friends or and or dating and or has previously oh, yeah. dated Nani. Yeah, but how many banging? Nani? Let's act, let's not act like bananas and Mariah are dating. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. She knows well, what she's you know. doing. Good for them I, both. Yeah, this, is when, this is when Alex would normally step in and be like, should we do a one-by-one one if all the people bananas <laughs> is tapped out and then we get off the rails for like 12 minutes? Well, I, have, we- I have some one-by-ones for later. Oh, come on. Uh, yeah, but not even Nani. What, what, why not Amber B? I mean, it was, pretty, it was pretty close. There's only seven votes to go around. Um, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I thought this – was the uh, weak link of the episode was this 20 minutes, which I feel like it usually is. But in yeah. this case, tonight, we got the first time where there really was no drama in terms of... Did Andy leave? What else is new? Always Looks like a 30-minute time limit's up. <laughs> Can you guys see me? Django. <laughs> <laughs> but you only, have, you only have three girls available. And so you know that if they we're going to vote one, which they kind of alluded to very early on that the other two people, one of them is going to be safe. One of them is going to be go in. There's no saving anybody anymore. And so that takes out a lot of the drama where before it was like, okay, if we vote in this person, it leaves these three people and we can kind of predict what they would do if they pulled the safe dagger, there was none of that. And so it was pretty, honestly, pretty boring in that middle 15, 20 minutes where they interrogated them. You know, Nani was crying uh amber was you know being amber mariah had those little shorts on that barely covered her ass but like it was all like just exactly what you would expect um but i mean i don't know what you guys think i thought this was the episode this is part of the episode where i was going to twitter head if they cut out this segment and made it what i've always clamored for a 60 minute episode I feel that that idea that I've always shared on this platform that would have made for a 10 out of 10 episode. Cause I, I agree. That was a, that was boring. These have been pretty consistently boring. These, these interrogations, but this one, especially what do you think? Great idea. Adam. (laughs) Well, I was going to say what they could have done here because the, the elimination started with like 30 to go and for for the most part this season they haven't done that it's been less so i would have loved to shorten the interrogation shorten the elimination time for both and thrown in a club we didn't get a club tonight that's back to back episodes back to back episodes no club 
I don't like that. I don't either. Especially, I also think like once there's fewer people, you start getting the clubs. Like everyone's starting to get a little testy. Everyone's like names could be thrown out there. That's when the clubs you throw alcohol into the mix and people start going nuts. So I was a little upset. I think that would have been the best way to fill that time between the daily and elimination would be to throw in a club, then throw in the interrogation, then go into the elimination. That's just me. I wish. I feel like Postigate was probably around this time in the season. Just what you were describing. People kind of numbers are dwindling, getting a little testy. And the next thing you know, Corey's just body slamming Tony and almost concussing him for a bowl of pin eight. And then didn't, didn't he say he slipped? Or he was like, no, I, I didn't do that. What are you talking like about? Buddy, it's a TV <laughs> show. There's cameras everywhere. Speaking of Tony Reigns, can we get him back on the challenge, please? Oh. <laughs> but I think, I think Adam you say that because I know Adam's always said that too. I think Adam, him. but Adam just recently saw him. I think he was on a Skype call with him. Go watch it. <laughs> I think Alex has that photo somewhere. I saw I, I saw Challenge Mafia was doing those little group calls <laughs> with those clowns. They get charging people like hundred bucks for the entry code. <laughs> Don't you get like a shirt of of Derek dressed up as like an elephant or something? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my city. <laughs> God. All right, back on the rails. Elimination. Uh, Mariah gets voted in. And then we, I think for the first time ever, we get a special guest with TJ. Right? Was this the first time TJ has ever brought in Fomley? Hasn't he brought in like a BMX buddy, like way back? Am I misremembering I think, something? I think he brought Dave Mira back, RIP, uh, for one of the episodes, okay. kind of his first season. But I could be wrong. I thought yeah. he did. I don't know. But. We get Mrs. TJ Lavin, which, I mean, dare I say That was it? awesome. She's bad. <laughs> I mean, Tori, Tori said so in her confessional. And I, I, I mean, trust Tori's opinion. So, so, I mean, I knew once the second, you know, he introduces his wife. Yeah. It obviously became a thing that, you know, I knew we were all going to talk about and smirk about on the podcast tonight. It's one of those things that's, related to the challenge but not actually game related kind of like puss in boots from a couple of weeks ago uh so do you guys think you know we've heard tj talk in interviews before and basically say that while these seasons are going on he is kind of living in his own quarters with basically himself i think maybe a few cast or maybe a few uh production members but he often has like friends come visit him and just like kind of hang out for a week or two and then, you know, TJ will say, like, all right, I got to leave and go film a challenge for eight hours and then come back. Do you think – I mean, I, I would guess that that's what happened on this episode, that his wife came and visited him and just happened to so be there for the elimination. But then I was also thinking, like, why would it take this long for that to happen? Like, I'm sure his wife has visited him, has visited him on the seasons before. And so, like, why do you think it took this long for Mrs. TJ to come on? I – I, it, I have no idea. I think this might just be like TJ. What? Go ahead. Oh, I thought I, th I thought you were saying something. Um, I think this no, was ahead. something TJ put in. Trev, go ahead. His, I thought 
Shut the fuck up for two wait, seconds. Wait, 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 wait. Real, really quick. What are we going to do about cuffs? I think this was something TJ put in to um, his claws this season. I think with COVID and everything, you know, Santa? I'm pretty sure he was, you know, off on his own last season. He's like, I need somebody to be here with me this season. Uh, and it was probably his wife to come for a little vacation. I'm surprised. I, I, the only thing I'll, I'll ask Alex, do you think they're sharing, you know, the same house as Kenny? Or do you think Kenny is still watching HBO Max? I think Kenny's locked up on floor eight of the of the Hilton Inn watching HBO Max. I mean, he's got to be. I mean, he's still there. He's still there. He's meeting Mariah, which we'll get to in a little bit. But I think I think Mrs. TJ is in a completely different spot. The only other outcome that I could think of is: Do you think maybe? Mrs. TJ has never come to visit TJ. And it's just kind of a thing where he's like, you know, I, I want to go film the show for two months. I'll be gone. Like, don't worry about coming to visit me. And do you think now TJ is wondering how many he has left in him? Stop and he it. has a few more uh, seasons to host. And he says, you know, before I, before I hang it up, I want my wife to come see the show. I want to see to her to see kind of my life for the past 10 years. And then that's why she's coming on now because TJ is close to the finish line. How long have they been married for that? Does anybody know? I don't, I, I don't know. I think maybe it's maybe it's like, um, you know, an accepted when Bartleby's parents come and, he, and, and Bartleby has to like get everybody to be on their best behavior and like let, make sure his parents know he's at like a legitimate school. I feel like that's what this was. And like, she's been begging to come, but he like doesn't want her to know like how sick it is. And so he gets there and he's like acting all tough. And he's like, oh yeah, see, this is a terrible strategy. Like, here's what you want to do. And he's like really playing it up for his wife just to like, you know, brownie points and, and get on her good side. I, I think, I think you're probably right, Adam. And n- coming from you, the biggest accepted fan that yep, I know. That's me. I think that's spot on. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Um, Blake Lively. <laughs> wasn't there a 10 year difference between those two actors, too? <laughs> All right. So M- Mrs. TJ comes in <laughs> and basically Amber versus Nani, who's going to be the one pulling the safe card? Uh, Amber goes first in one of the most dramatic polls of all time. I think that might have taken longer than the whole daily. Like it was so damn long. <laughs> she took I it. mean, Sal Rubinak, Mark Ruffalo overacting award. Hello. Yeah. I mean, Jesus no. Christ. Well, <laughs> Amber pulls Alex. the safe card. Amber pulls the safe. She is good. Uh, so Nani goes into the elimination, and we got Nani versus Mariah. So going into this elimination, Andy, what are the odds? you're you're the actually i i say you're the expert but actually adam's the real betting expert so I mean, we all um, do know that what what are the odds of nani versus mariah in this matchup Ooh, i'd say knowing what the knowing what the actual elimination is i'd say it's pretty close to even i'd give like minus 130 mariah the reason i wow. say that is because it takes a lot of strength but on the other hand Nani has the experience. I'd say we don't know enough about Mariah's intelligent this intelligence at this point to give a fair odds on her, you know, puzzle piece of this elimination. But I'd say pretty even. 
Are you so hammering you, the plus 110, Andy? I'm hammering it. It's a rookie. It's her first elimination ever. Horacio is a rookie, and he's won like 17 already this year. Horacio's beast. Well, last year, but, you know. Oh, that, that line moved. Good point. <laughs> I, I'm hammering that so much, I'm moving the line myself. If you're giving me Nani a plus 110. Fair I enough. mean, that's too much. She's I mean, been doing this for 10 years. And she's years, not like that. all that great at it. I mean, if we're being honest. I don't disagree with you. <laughs> but you're also dealing with a rookie. First elimination ever. Fuzzy I mean, tried saying that she's been flying under the radar. She has to earn her stripes. First off, buddy, you have to earn your fucking stripes. I don't know who he is thinking that he needs to – or he has the ability to dictate who earns what stripes. He's stripeless. He's a horse. He's not a zebra. He needs to figure it out. So for him to be calling that out made no sense to me. But you got to go with the vet in this situation. Nani, minus 180. Nothing crazy, but minus 180. I just want to bring up something you said here. So you think Fezzi hasn't earned his stripes yet? No. What does he have to do to earn him? I'm just curious. I'm not disagreeing or agreeing with that statement. I'm just oh, I'm disagreeing. How is he not? <laughs> I think he's 4-0 in eliminations. I, who is he beat? I'm, I'm genuinely asking, who is he beat? Nelson. Nelly twice. Jordan. Josh. And no, it wasn't Josh. How did he win against Josh? Alex. Beep, where's, where's Boogie? <laughs> was it Kyle? Did he, oh, Kyle. He Kyle. There is Boogie Kyle. He like broke Kyle's finger or something. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. He he's been in like. Granted, I love Nelly T. Nelly T's the man, Scuba Nelly, legend. But that's half of his elimination wins. He doesn't have a ring. Like. Ernest well, we missed an we missed an elimination because he also beat you, Andy, in the hypothetical Paul brawl. But you already know that. <laughs> no, I beat him in the hypothetical conversation about the hypothetical hall brawl, meaning that he actually does have a loss to his name. And based on how he talks, based on how he walks, based on how he handles himself, you would think he's a two-time champ. But but Andy, not. but to earn his stripes now, what does he have to do? Just win? That that's the only thing. Just win, baby. That's fair. I was just, I'm just curious. And that's what I think. Like, if you're calling someone else out for earning their stripes, you have to have a no doubt. I've earned my stripes on this show, and I don't think Fuzzy's there. So you're kind of, you're kind of giving him the Trace Jackson Davis treatment, where it's like, yeah, you got a couple of little accolades to your name, but your one tournament appearance, you lost by 79 points to St. Mary's. Yes, and your one, in your okay. one, your one right. finale appearance. You quit because you couldn't eat something. Very Jay. As, as he said it last episode, he said, "I don't. It doesn't matter how many great things I do, and I've done a lot of great things. But if you don't win, nobody remembers you." And that's true, exactly. Unless you're Leroy, all right, <laughs> to to this challenge career, not to his life. Well, I I think I think this is now that we're getting into uh, Nani versus Mariah. I think this is a perfect time for the one by one. And my question to start off is, do you guys know Nani's last elimination win before tonight? Gabby. Ooh. 
Is it wait? Is it Gabby? Come on. I'm gonna say Gabby. Oh, good guess. It was the one so, jumping to grab the like the flag. Jumping to grab the. Yeah. What was I think? Was it living on a prayer that they played? Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it was, was the ring. They had to jump and but, grab the ring. But so before that, let me go. So before that, I think she was on a long losing streak. Of course, it would have been bananas when they beat Zach to come back into the game. Why the red face? Slow down. So, so before Gabby, she lost to Melissa on Total Madness. Don't remember that one. She lost to Ashley on War of the Worlds 2. I do remember that one because that was a race that they kind of did all, all by themselves, very exile-esque. Uh, before that, she she lost to Georgia on the tape chair elimination, legendary. That That's an asterisk. That, that has to be an asterisk. That was bullshit. That's very like if you won fantasy football last year, very Mickey Mouse title elimination. Mm, good point. Yeah. Maybe two years ago. Before that, she lost to her cousin, Nicole and Dario, the fucking legend. Which Nicole was it? It was one of <laughs> one of her 30. I was face number seven, I think, of 30. Ah, that's right. Is that the wine show? What, what elimination was that? It was one where it was kind of like a hall brawl, but like digging on the floor. Yeah. Crawl brawl, I think it was called. Yeah. But then people forget her and Wes did win a couple eliminations right before that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wes has Wes ever won an elimination? Soccer one. <laughs> Remember the soccer one? Blind soccer. Nelly and Corey? No, I think Nani and Wes did a blind soccer one, right? Yeah, against uh, Kellyanne yeah. and Jamie, friend of the program. Yeah. <laughs> Well, remember when Kellyanne confessed her love to Wes? Like, that was and and his years after they broke up. And yeah. his comeback. He, yeah, they that's literally illegal. I think for their contracts. <laughs> we fancy. <laughs> Were you God. even on that podcast, Andy? I mean, some are questioning. I was that. even on that podcast. I said six words. <laughs> God, very Nam esque. Wait, Nam wasn't on this season. <laughs> Wait, do you guys remember Whittle Tommy? Oh, come on. Oh, God. <laughs> Couldn't even lift up the rope one time. All right. So wait, this- was that wait, 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 serious question. Was that this season? Yes. <laughs> Didn't he no. wasn't that, that big blonde haired guy helping him out? God, very Devin with Fuzzle esque. It, it all comes back full circle. Full circle. Head from the circle. <laughs> God. Remember how much Alex ate, hated Ed? And we were he all hated like him. Ed. He hated him. All right? three of us were bulging and Alex was gurping. Speaking of Ed, didn't he make like a song or something? <laughs> Rolex on my dick. Can you play that for a little bit? In other songs, Emmy, Alien, I'm an alien. <laughs> People forget in that reunion show they all wore alien t-shirts. That reunion <laughs> didn't she perform? Terrible. I think she performed. That's how they. Yeah. That's how they ended it. They closed yes. it with Emmy singing "I'm an Alien." And it's like, what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> oh, the challenge! Honestly, yeah. can we get Emmy back? God. God, she's she's literally only missed one season, but it feels like five years. <laughs> she was on the most recent season. No. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. That was that was literally last like, year. She yeah, made her year. she made her debut in 2021, and now it's in now we're in 2023. 
It's crazy how calendars work. God. All righty. Where, where um, are we, Trev? Where are we? Should we get back on the ropes? <laughs> wait, what, wait. Is that is that it for the one by one? Did we even talk about the elimination? Like, no, I, I don't think we have. <laughs> so it's just word scrambles. Yeah. Yes. I guess logistically about it, my question was: Were they not allowed to? Down goes Trev. Um, me all in always. Were they not allowed to look at more than one word at once? Because I would have just gone all the way out, held my body on the ground, and like memorized as many of the seven words as I could. Because it didn't take you that long to actually unscramble them. A gr- true, but you also have to realize that the average IQ of the people in this house is like 30. <laughs> so you have to keep that in mind. Also, one little – I like that – idea because then you also you get all the letters where they're supposed to go line wise or word wise if you will but unite could have also been untie so i'm the only one thinking that did anybody else get the vibe of this this elimination um i think it was johnny riley was the one yelling do you remember that daily challenge where he was pulling up the puzzle piece and he was screaming Yes, yes you guys talked about this like very recently did we yes you always bring up little johnny i mean can we get him back i I mean all right so i i was wondering the same thing about just the puzzle and what you were allowed to do and it just seemed a hell of a lot easier to even if you can't memorize all five words or memorize two words which these idiots can't do even if you only look at the first word which was uh, unite or untie, whatever. It seems a hell of a lot easier to look at it while you're like, you know, pulling the thing to lift up the board, look at it, think about what the word is, go back and then spell it. Where it seems like what they were doing was they were figuring out what letters it is. Like, okay, N T I U E. Then I go back to the board and put those letters up. It seems like much harder to do that because you're remembering the letters in a random order as opposed to a word. And so, I don't know if it didn't seem like the effort, the strength to pull up the board was that tough, which I get though. That was my only thing of, uh, you know, why you would want to go back so quickly, but it seemed like they were doing it pretty easily. And so I don't know why they want to just look at a word, think about what it would be. Think about one cohesive word instead of five unique letters and then go back and then you know what the word is and then just put up the letters and spell it. But like we said, these people are just not, not fucking smart. Yeah, and going back to uh, Johnny Riley, has anyone seen Avery recently? <laughs> Explain. She's pretty bad. Wasn't she doing stuff for the Fiesta Bowl? <laughs> I think so. I think she was. I think, there are, I think there are a lot of strong Avery All-Star, All-Stars 4 rumors out there. Right about Stop now. Watch it. Spoil- uh, no spoilers here. Adam Meadows. I know you're a big uh, spoiler. I think we all agree that cast spoilers are not spoilers. Like before they leave for filming. Oh, don't give me that face, Nom. That we all bulge at that. We all bulge at looking at the remember the invasion hype when we're like, oh, they're bringing back fucking Darrell. Bananas, he's legend. We love looking at the cast. I, I, I agree. The one time that did screw me over personally was uh 
champs versus pros when they had the rule that it could only be champs and Ashley was somehow a champ. And I was so confused by it. Cause I was like, she's not a champ. And then sure enough, she wins fucking invasion. So obviously she had won. That was, that's the one time where I wish I had not known the cast. Did they also screw up the cast list when Camilla left? Didn't she have like a storm off? She like berated a, like a, a customer service person at the hotel. And I think she like stole a golf cart. Wasn't she driving the golf cart through like the hotel? Yeah, while she was like blackout drunk. Like, I'm picturing like Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, like rated R or something, like what she was doing. Like, like I'm Marshawn, sure Marshawn Lynch, a cow, just fucking steezing. God. Not to be confused with Marshawn Lattimore. God, Trev, you, yeah, you, you know who that is for Marcus. sure. For sure. All right, so anything else from tonight's episode, or I guess from the elimination? I mean, Nani, so Nani wins, buzzer Nani, beater. Nani wins this buzzer beater, but, you know, as uh, Mikey the Doctor wrote in the chat, if only Casey explained the rules, we could have known if it was a buzzer that you hit or you say check like any other elimination we've ever had. Um, you know, I think a lot – I think Tej and his wife had no idea what was going on, too. She kind of was, like, looking around with the horn or whatever. Um I mean, I don't she know. got saved by the misspell. I yes. 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 I yes. think that would have gotten dicey. I mean, it, so can we all agree, though, if she would have spelled that word correctly, that she wins. She wins, correct, right? Yes. 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 Damn. That's, that's crazy to think about. I don't know. I do have one last question because I know we're kind of – I mean, we're done with the elimination and we're done with the episode pretty much. But this is kind of my last question thought on the whole episode for you guys is, you know, we, we've joked from time to time about how when Banana stole the money from Sarah, they showed the graphic Sarah zero dollars. And it's just like, how stupid do you think your viewers are? I kind of asked that same question in the sense of, do they really need to show Mariah coming back? And they've done that every single time so far that the twist has been implemented. Do they really need to show Norris losing and TJ says, you know, you're not done yet? Like, we all understand. We all understand the twist of the game. Like, I guess last week, you know, it was the first time they sent a team home, so you kind of understand that. But, like, I think they could have ended the episode with the elimination and not shown Mariah again, like, we all know that Mariah is still in the game. We're not idiots. We watch every week. Like, I just think they're wasting two and a half minutes every episode at this point. I wish we would get to see the Redemption House. <laughs> I so what's, it, what's it like with Kenny meeting Mariah now? Hey, I'm, I'm Casey's brother. Oh, what's going on? Um, Yes, the HBO Max password and the information's right over well, here. Well, I, I was smirking at the possibility of of Nani losing and Nani going to the Redemption House. And she remembers Kenny from, like, meeting him at, like, you know, Christmas or a family reunion. But she doesn't remember that he was on the show. And she's like, Kenny? What are you, what are you doing here? Are you, like, surprising us when the show wraps up? And he's like, no, like, I... I was on like for like seven or eight episodes. Like you're on the same. I was on. I was Casey's partner. That's so good. (laughs) I do. I do love the Redemption House shots and like brief little snippets they throw in there. I hope we get one 
in a couple episodes because they do it late. And it looks like next episode we might start telling people about it. So I hope we get that because those scenes, especially with this motley crew that's in there, would just be top notch. I need I need to see this redemption house. I need to see it. I need so, to see the hotel. Do you guys remember they've had a couple like different types of redemption houses, but do you remember the one season, maybe Final Reckoning or something, where <laughs> this guy, <laughs> great comment, Mikey the Doctor. Uh, do you guys remember the the redemption house where they like made this twist where they had surveillance into the main house, but it didn't provide yes. any storylines at all. It literally was just like a 10 second, like, oh my God, we have surveillance. And then there was like nothing that ever came out of it. They gave up on the storyline. <laughs> <laughs> who was that? Who? who? God, very Mario Party Boo ghost-esque from Alex. Tapping A super fast right now. Um, anything else from tonight's episode? Mm. It's, the teams right now are giving me uh, mid-2000s Eastern Conference NBA versus Western Conference NBA vibes where like the Bananas Fezzi team is the, is the Western Conference where they've got most of the good guys. But then the East has LeBron, a.k.a. Jordan, and then some like under-the-radar guys like Horacio would be like the Toronto Raptors in this case. So I feel like it's – I feel like the Vets team or whatever color that is – is probably the favorite right now since I'm the gambling guy. I'd put it at like uh, minus 175, but that's the vibe I'm getting right now from these guys. What do you think? That is like the second biggest gambling guy. Watch it. I I mean, at this point, if if Jordan gets eliminated next episode, you might as well just pack it in now, right? Because Anissa ain't saving his ass. So like, what? You disagree? Not at all. Do oh, you think Anissa is going to be in any sort of power? Does this give you more power over me? <laughs> All right. Anything else? And yes, Jesse Adams, I 100% agree. Jordan's outfit was very Cam Newton-esque tonight. He kind of looks like Little Red Riding Hood, too. We're like, ta- like uh-huh. Tanya from White Lotus vibes. Ooh, I ain't mad at that. Kenny could probably tell us all about that. (laughs) He's been watched everything. How how much? What? What? Honestly, and I hate to keep bringing this up, but what is Kenny actually doing? I think he's pissed. I think I think he he came here for a good time. When he got eliminated, he wasn't upset. He's like, ah, you know, I gave it my I gave it my best try. I'm gonna go home to my kid. And they're like, no, Kenny, you're still here. And he's like pissed about it. He's probably like begging for his laptop to like at least do some work from the hotel and they're like no like you can't have that you're still on the challenge you can't have any of that stuff and he's just fucking miserable in there and he's like barry season four doesn't come out for another 12 months what the fuck am i gonna watch might as well start spraying us (laughs) all right let's go to some segments tonight uh jesus mike the doctor that's too far uh segments tonight this day in challenge history what do we got alex all right, so for this day in challenge history, we got a little double rapid-fire trivia question. Uh, January 4th, calendar is now turned, but on January 4th uh, of the duel, the duel one, 
there's actually a double header. So it was two back-to-back 30-minute episodes. Um, would have been a fucking great night of TV. But the first question is going to be, uh, on that night, DM, RIP, thoughts and prayers. She Trev lost the elimination. Like what? Trev doesn't like her. Who did DM lose an elimination to on this day? Was it? On the duel. I think I know who it is. I'll write it down if you guys want to guess. Whoa. Five, four, three, two. You no, I didn't guess it all. Uh, I put Anissa. Anissa, yeah. Started off their rivalry. That was like 20 years ago, and Anissa's still doing it. Is it Anissa? Yeah. I think it's Anissa. All right. So part two. Am I right? Part two. I'm out. Is the guy's elimination that West. night. CT1. Who did he beat? Brad. Brad. No. Brad <laughs> beat CT. CT Fuck. beat Evan. God. Evan Starkman. Starkman. God. Evan. Adam, Adam was two for two. Challenge is still winning. I don't watch it. <laughs> remember, do you remember what Evan did in that elimination? <laughs> when he wrote down the fucking puzzle shape on his forearm, <laughs> and they walk in there, and he has his sleeves like half rolled up, and TJ looks down and just sees like Sharpie coming out of his sleeves, and he's like, "What the fuck is that?" And he rolls Evan, he makes Evan roll up his sleeve, and he just literally has the exact puzzle tangram. <laughs> Because they were repeating eliminations. And so Evan had it written down exactly how the puzzle goes together. And TJ's just like, yeah, you're not fucking doing the elimination with that on your arm. Well, that brings up a question. Did you guys like the era where they would repeat eliminations? Or at least where like it was, you know, like a spinning wheel. and You at least knew what each of them was. I did personally. I liked it. I liked it too. As long as you have a couple of heavy hitters in there, I'm good with it. You know what I'm always a sucker for, though? And a I know, puzzle. You've always I, I know this is kind of controversial. Uh, I know some people don't like this, but I know, Adam, it's from your favorite season, Fresh Meat. Mm-hmm. Um, Watch it. Where they do eliminations in the dark. Like, you can't see what's going in, and it's basically, um, <laughs> you know, you can't see an elimination, and then you don't know who's coming back, and whoever comes back comes back. I bulge at that. I know yeah. you being a Fresh Meat expert, uh, Adam <laughs> – um any anything you want to talk about on that because did you suggest fresh meat three or something yeah i've always wanted um, fresh meat three the other smirky um, thing uh, about that is when the when the people would get, get back to the house and you'd be like yeah you know like the elimination they had us eating like pig testicles and then we had to like a lot of know, lying yeah just so much lying just th- that was smirk sounds smirk for sure s-m-e-r-k mm-hmm. <laughs> all right any any other segments tonight let's get to mvp lvp mvp lvp time you guys know what to do for mvp lvp give us the order we'll go from that uh first they gotta, they gotta type out four names in a row wow, wow. get the key ready So, <laughs> so how's everybody doing? Yeah, Mike okay. the Doctor. First person, Alex, Adam, Trev, Andy. 
is your order. So, Alex, kick us off. Oh, man. I'm going to go my MVP tonight. I've given this person LVP a couple times already. I'm going to go MVP Adam Meadows. Wow. On the pod, first one of the year. He hasn't missed a pod this year. <laughs> you, you give him – you give him an LVP when he deserves it. You got to give him an MVP when he deserves it. So I'm going MVP as Adam tonight. Oh, I mean, nice. my question is, Alex, if I'm being honest, does Adam Meadows deserve an MVP or does NC deserve an MVP? Yep. <laughs> I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, I'll, I'll take it either way. It's, it's coming back to McCordsville, whichever one of those you give it to. So I'll take the trophy. All right. God, take a trade to Bernard for 11% off. God, 13% off. Everything you get in the bag. All right. Adam, MVP. Oh, God. I haven't done one of these in a while. Um, I feel like Trevor's way more smirky with the inanimate object MVP, so I'm going to save hopefully one for him. Um, I'm going to give my MVP to Wes Bergman. Wes Bergman um, – as far as I'm concerned, is still the reigning challenge champion. People forget All-Stars 3 champion towards the end of last year. Always, you know, I'm always comfortable giving him an MVP just based on his uh, commentary on Twitter, Instagram, etc. Also, not to mention, this is his 15th year anniversary with Beta Blocks uh, this month in January. So shout out Wes Bergman, blanket MVP. I don't come on SCP enough to give him the amount that he deserves, so I'm going to give it right. Can I take back my MVP? No. It's on, it's yes. on the board. But Adam, LVP hasn't come around yet. Oh, God. Watch it. Adam, <laughs> didn't, you, didn't you wish him congratulations on LinkedIn for like the 10th year in a row too? Pretty impressive. Yeah, I have. We're, we're, we're connected. And, yeah. you, know, you know, whenever I'm in the Kansas City area, I've always got to pop into, pop into the office to see if my boy Weston is around. Great pick. Great pick. Uh, my MVP tonight, I don't know how it slid this far. Uh, it's got to be Mrs. TJ Lavin, the GOAT. I mean, unbelievable appearance tonight. I think I went from 6 o'clock to 12 o'clock so fast. It was just unbelievable. So I'm definitely going Mrs. TJ Lavin. Hope to see her in the future, maybe even on the show as a contestant. Bloodlines. that. I mean, more more airtime than Kenny this season. Facts. Oh, Wait, who? HBO. <laughs> All right, MVP Andy. God, I I've got a few, um, but I'll. This is tough. I'm gonna keep it in the same line of where Trev was going towards in terms of being related or having some affiliation with TJ, I'm going to give it TJ's laugh. TJ's laugh was top notch tonight. I mean, he when they did that first target daily elimination, it was like every five seconds. It was hilarious. He's just – he's the best. I mean, this I, – and I don't want to give it to just TJ. Granted, his wife came on. It was a TJ episode, really, but his laugh was – on full force tonight. So I got to give it to his laugh. Good pick. Good pick. LVP tonight, Andy. 
So I'm really glad that I start the LVP train because I only had one jotted down. Um, I'm going to give my LVP pick to Fuzzle. Um, it's, here's the thing. I feel like it's a cop-out pick for me to pick Fuzzle for LVP. Uh, you think? But here's the thing. He just has to stop giving me reasons to make him my LVP. It's not, it's not a me problem. It's a him problem. It took the entire house to help him out while he's doing this daily elimination. I thought he had his stripes. I thought he had his stripes. According to him, he does. He doesn't. He needed an entire house to help him out to finish a daily. Are you serious? Every sniper needs a spotter. Yeah, he needed 10. <laughs> Fuzzle's my LVP, LVP pick. He's terrible. He's the worst. I've been on record multiple times for saying he's the worst veteran that we have on these shows. I stick to it, and he continues to prove me right. Good pick. Um, my LVP tonight is something we haven't even talked about tonight, uh, and I was trying to keep it under the radar because I didn't want to bring it up and jot down something for this LVP pick. Uh, I would put this up in the category of the Swaley blanket, if you guys remember. Um, and my LVP tonight is gotta be that jumpsuit that um, what's her name um, Amber wore the cat jumpsuit thingy. Do you not remember that during deliberation? Is that well, is this like a this day in challenge history or something? <laughs> <laughs> That was one of the worst outfits I've ever seen. There was 150 cats on her fucking outfit. Are you kidding me? I remember Amber wearing purple pants tonight. Is that it? Are you kidding? Do you guys just not watch the deliberation, her outfit? I thought I thought she looked cute. I honestly didn't. With all the cats? The cats on all her are you kidding me? I told you this is my 15-minute zone out. God, I'm gonna see if I can find a picture of this outfit because God, I feel like I feel like maybe Jesse Adams slipped you a little bit of that cookie because I don't have any idea what you're talking about. Jeez. I don't think I don't think the chat does either. Was this did a dream? Amber B's outfit during the deliberation. I wish I did. <laughs> I feel like it just looked like a regular sweater. God. Yeah, I would need you to review the tape Wait, and post a picture, Trev. So what's the pick? Amber's outfit? Amber B's Amber's cat outfit is the pick. I'm trying to find a picture. I'm on it right now. I was going to pick that if it slid to me. <laughs> God. All right. Well, what, while Trev does that, who's next? I think my it's – I think it's – you already lands. All right. So for my LVP, this might be a little um, off the beaten path. But I'm going to go with – let's see how I want this to be phrased. I'm going to go with – Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Before you pick, you're going to say you're going to go off the beaten path right after Trev says Amber B's made-up cat outfit. I can't wait to see That's what true. off the path means to you. All right. I'm going to go with um, Orlando, Florida – public school English curriculum because Mariah is from Orlando, Florida, and she couldn't spell devotion. And that could possibly make her 
lose a million dollars for not spilling a third grade spelling word. I, I ain't mad at that. I mean, she had it in the bag. She literally hit the button. I, but that is one of those things where you see it. It's almost like if you read like a paragraph and there's one word misspelled, but you just read it. It's all, it's very easy to overlook that. And with the tensions as high as they are, I cut her just a little bit of slack on that front. Mm-hmm. And she also picked up on it right away. But I well, do still think that's a good I don't one. know about right away because that wasn't even her last word. That was her second to last word. Exactly. So you get that one done. You immediately go on to the next one. Then she presses the buzzer, looks at it, and realizes, oh, shit, this isn't right. The the only other reason why that maybe should be more of an honorable mention is because we also found out that she was going up against Nani, the writer, the author, apparently. Did you guys catch that? Yeah. What was that about? What's Is, is Nani just like writing screenplays in her free time? Like, what is in that? Be- in, in between Marlboros? <laughs> All, all of her characters are based on BME people. <laughs> How like bananas is the main character. Got it. Good pick. I like it. All right. Am I up? All right. Trev, all right. you're up. So I'm up, for, I'm up for LVP. I'm last for LVP. And I was between two different things for my LVP. And I was going to go. I was actually going to get my pick to devotion, uh, just the word devotion. But since Adam's pick was so similar, I'm going to I'm going to go oh to God, my backup. You got an audible last minute. I'm going to go to my backup LVP pick, which is going to be Adam. <laughs> oh, no, oh, come on. The double has that I'm ever been literally been on every episode this year? With the, the West MVP pick, he took my LVP pick. <laughs> and so I, I mean, so I, I think this has maybe been done before, but not too often. The old double up MVP and LVP. Jesus. <laughs> so I'm going to give my first LVP of the year to Adam. I mean, I'm on pace for 52. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Wait, the challenge is on for 52 weeks? Well, just this season, but they'll probably throw in an all-stars, challenge, USA, champs versus pros. We're not recapping that, right? <laughs> you guys recapped the CT wedding special. God. But surely there's no other wedding special coming up soon, right? Uh, you're talking about Mission Impossible 7? God. That's the pre-pre. <laughs> Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore, Mount uh, Mission Impossible movies. I thought I thought honorable mention MVP for Chauncey. I thought he uh, did really well in the daily. Him and Casey knocking that out pretty fast. Um, and he just seems like a decent dude. Kind of not as normal and boring as Kenny, but he's kind of leaning towards that scale. You know, he's like really emotionally beat up about it with Amber. Just seems like a good boyfriend. Um, and yeah. You know, he's he was also he was also pretty good in that awkward moment and like the Creed movies. Like I, I kind of like him. I, I would say honorable mention for MVP for Devin, just because he, you know, the the second any of these people show any signs of intelligence, it's like you know moss to a flame. So I would say that, and he protected Tori kind of in the process, and then also maybe Amber's sister. She was shown on the FaceTime. I'm not mad at that. 
let's get a let's get some more uh, Instagram check on her. Let's follow her. But I would say those are my two honorable mentions for MVP. And I only had one kind of piggyback piggybacking on the Devin one. Got to give an honorable mention to sportsmanship. Great display by Devin helping out the other team. Also, great sportsmanship example of Moriah when she realized she lost. She was like, oh, I screwed up. That was it. It gave me flashbacks of the exact opposite with the whole ninja Laurel. Just like, no, no, no. That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Like, they were about, it was just a shit show. So for Moriah to just be like, yep, I got it wrong. Nana, you got it. Very hard to come by in this show. So, Got to give a little sportsmanship. I agree. I agree with that. But the one thing I will stick up for Laurel in that situation, saying that was a bullshit elimination. Agreed. Could you imagine if that was the elimination they brought in Mrs. TJ for? Like she already fucked this one up. And could you imagine Laurel just like berating her and just like (laughs) talking down to her and telling her how stupid it was? She would crumble. God. Any anything else from tonight's episode? Predictions. Um. Okay. We, we can do do, predictions. do we think they're gonna find out something next week? I think yeah. I think format has to change next week. I really do. They've I they've gone two rounds two each girls. of guys girls. There's only two girls on the yellow or green or uh, magenta team, whatever it is. There's only two more. So I. They- when they when they split up into teams, they did guys first, right? Because Kenny was the very first person gone. Yes. And so tonight was a girl episode, so they it's even right now. The numbers are even, guy to girl. So they theoretically, what they could do is go through the motions, have a challenge, have somebody have maybe they maybe TJ says a guy and a girl are getting sent in, and then they kind of reveal the twist and they compete as teams or something. But I don't think we need to. I don't think we have to wait another episode to see that since the numbers right now are even. Yeah, but TJ wouldn't do a twist, would he? Like, that's not. <laughs> oh, it also looks like we're getting a location change. That's always good. That's, that's always, always good. good. That plays. You know, that's always good. What's age the best? <laughs> What's age the worst? Where's Argentina? Is that, <laughs> a, is that a continent? Oh, my, we're going <laughs> to Prague. Where, where's that? <laughs> Fucking <Yeah>. idiot. <laughs> Anything um, else? I think I think we started out the year strong. I mean, some might say this was the best recap of the year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anything else? No, I, I think the only thing that all in this pod with is you know, this episode for us was great. The chat was great. The big four was alive and well. But I will offer a cautionary word to the chat that the big four is probably not going to be common. One of us is under almost a pseudo house arrest. Um, so I would just say keep your hopes, keep your expectations and hopes at a moderate level, we would all love to see the big four alive and well all the time, but that ain't going to happen. Damn. I didn't realize it was that bad with DR. <laughs> like, you just can't. 
I didn't. Oh, damn, dude. I'm sorry. I realized it was well, like, I mean, Adam, to be fair, <laughs> we, we, we kind of got a glimpse of that last week when Andy was rushing off the pod. So, you know. We well, yeah. It, he, te- he texted me a half hour ago. He's like, dude, we got to wrap this up. I didn't want to say it out loud, but I was like, bud, come on. We're just having fun. <laughs> Um, anything else are we good to go honorable mention mvp to the chat is popping like i adam have always said and uh thanks thanks for always having me both the chat and my co-host here it's always a pleasure well adam me and alex are lucky to have you on the pod all the time (laughs) so thank you guys for listening to a brand new stir the pod podcast show you can follow us on twitter at stir the pod you can follow us on instagram at stir underscore the underscore pod thank you guys love you guys shout out duffy (gasps) goodbye